you need to know that a final night is it goes so fast and then your life continues like life goes on you yeah. need to understand that like you're not preparing just for a final night you're preparing for life just as you prepare for the stage you need to understand that and apply it with your nutritional habits with the way you look with the decisions you look on regard of, of your body i mean that that's so important I've been missing you all, listening to all your comments. Thank you for subscribing to all our channels and finding value in these conversations that we create at the Zing, your favorite podcast. You can catch it in Spotify, YouTube. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. And we're back in this fifth season, and we're going to be talking to amazing and inspiring people about all the topics that we want to learn about. What is? That's incredible. What is love? That's good. What is love? And today we have a very special guest, and it's my honor as a Venezuelan, and I want to do this podcast in English because this woman is amazing. She has all put us, the whole country and the whole world, with our hearts in our sleeve, watching her perform, look amazing, being brilliant, showing also the beauty, the power, the grace of what a woman is and how Venezuela breeds women like Amanda Dudamel. Bienvenida. Oh Welcome to the God, Zing. What an honor. Yes, <laughs> She is the queen. Oh, I love that intro. And, and, and what, you, what you just said, it defines not only what I am, but what Venezuelan women are. And yeah. it, it's an honor for me to be standing or sitting right next to you. And I'm sure we're going to have a lot of fun in this, in this podcast. I, I admire you a lot and I love your content. And I hope that you guys are going to take also useful ideas and information through this conversation. I am sure they're going to love it. And for me, really, it's it's an honor. And I feel like an old lady because she's like, I admire sitting by your side. Yeah. <laughs> but at least I did something good. Yeah, with you With all did, the rebelness, <laughs> with everything. And I love our country. And really, Venezuela has gone through so much. That, We have been um, through so much. That's true. That to have those moments of, 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 of uh, hope, of that pride that brings us all together, mm -hmm. which uh, we'll talk along this conversation. She's very busy. I, I, I'm sure you all guys watch Miss Universe, and it was a moment of, of uh, damn, they stole the crown. Oh, it was a hard no. moment, it was. But I think that it, it, it's better to focus on all the beautiful things that are coming, you know, like from that moment, from what happened. And what you're talking about, that our country deserved this union moment, like mm -hmm. this, this, this joy, even if we didn't get the crown, we all got united. And I really sure. never expected that. And I think that's what makes me feel even more satisfied of all things that I could ever imagine that could come with my competition. Because like, we, we really saw the impact that that final night had And I'm sure that if we if we got the crown, everything would be would have been great, and we would have been happy. But we're we're making it more valuable, like, and we're we're starting to see pageantry in a different way. The crown didn't go back home, but we are getting much more, and our country got united. That's what means the whole 
universe for me. It, bueno, true. You yeah. brought everybody and you're the center of all this. And as you say, the country got all, all united and bringing that. It's not about winning. And mm. uh, as you know, I, I, I love and I'm very fond of soccer as it's something yeah. that is very found to you, of, uh, very personal and familiar to you. They say that um, you never lose. You either learn or you, you win or you learn. You win or you learn. You never lose. But it was a moment of like, I don't know, maybe the, in the Miss Universe, because last year, Nadia Ferreira is a dear friend. And it was also about sometimes you feel like it's sold or, or, or they have other interests, just not giving the, 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 the value just to the beauty and the best uh, women that can represent yeah. uh, other women in general of the universe. But um, she lost to Miss India. Yeah. It's a pageant, it's a beauty pageant, and beauty is, is subjective. Like, you, you don't know what the judges are really evaluating. So, I, I loved India, and I truly loved uh, Nadia Ferreira. But in this year, in my case, from, from my experience, I can tell that you never know what the judges are seeing, you know? There's also a reality, like, there were only two Latin judges, then the other ones from, were from the USA and yeah. Asia. So they, they are just in charge of deciding who is, from their point of view, the most beautiful woman in the world, not evaluating only beauty. Yeah. So there are too many aspects that come and, and, and are, are taken into account. And I don't think it, if it's going to be possible to get a, a clear answer on, on what we all want to hear, you know, like, yeah. why did Miss USA want? No, th that's not the explanation we need to look for. It's like, it happened, it had to happen that way, and now what's coming up next? That's what really matters to me now, and all the beautiful things we're getting from all of this experience. Absolutely, and I think you're seizing it all. Your message after uh, the, the pageant was so beautiful, saying it's, it's what's next, what's coming. I'm so happy to be here participating with all, having this experience. And your message was so beautiful and so inspiring. And so also because, you know, nobody, like, wants to, uh, to not win, no? So when you say that, it shows that camaraderie that sometimes you might think in a beauty pageant, you're all competing. Mm -hmm. So until when is that camaraderie really happens? Yeah. Uh, or in one moment you go like, it's my turn. Quítate tú para ponerme yo. Does it happen? Did, did it happen to you at some point that you have, or you were all super nice and mellow and? You you do you do identify who's really competing for the crown and who's having fun. Okay. I believe I was able to have fun and still compete. There yeah. were some girls that were like only competing and there were some girls that were only having fun but that's cool i mean i i at the end i do think that i i figured it out how to make it my own way of competing yeah. and it was not you know like not talking to anyone or focusing on myself it was having fun learning from all my miss universe sisters and at the same time knowing that i had to do my things as i had to do them you know like correctly that's what i keep with me like I'm sure that tomorrow or in 10 years, I will meet any of my Miss Universe sisters and I will be able to share a lot of great moments with them because I did focus also on leaving, you know, like that, that seed in their heart because at, at the end we were women having fun, but they knew I was focused on my goal. Okay. 
Eta focus. Oh, yeah. She doesn't mess around. <laughs> but uh, I, I think that's beautiful because um, do you actually have the phone number of some of your sisters of Miss University? You all text, of them. So what's all you do? All of them. We had a, a, a yeah, we had a, a WhatsApp nah. group. What did they say? What did they say in that group chat? Breakfast is ready, ladies. Yeah. No, we even had the chance to go out with five of them after the show and yeah. we went to have to grab dinner we went to a, a bar jazz and then we went out to hear some rock and roll together like it was the post effect i wanted to leave i didn't want to you know everything ended now i'm all alone because i didn't talk to any of them during the competition not at all and it was so beautiful when you when you actually um like walked out dancing <laughs> I was told yesterday like you need to do a real recreating that moment I was like yeah I need to I need to leave that with again. so much personality with so much I swing having moment, fun yeah. it's beautiful and I sometimes they think that this um, among women the sorority doesn't really exist because I don't know why maybe it's been taught that you know you we, we've been taught to do that you to know do like that. We've been taught to be careful with women. Yeah. I, I don't believe in that. And, I don't uh, believe in that. And uh, I, it, it was it, it was beautiful, but I I, I also think and uh, the Miss Universe today in a world that is promoting inclusivity, different standards of beauty. We were just talking about our last interview was with the director, editor in chief of Vogue Latin America, and she's standing out to give the Latin woman a different version and not just those standards of of beauty. But I mean, do you think it's uh, the Miss Universe or beauty pageants like that are putting up with 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 the requirements of a world that is becoming more inclusive? Or do they tell you, like Miss USA said, like about age and about size and about like, you know, Miss India, I don't know if she got criticized or not. But, a lot, uh, a lot. lot. Mm-hmm. So because you're still looking for beauty, but beauty comes, as you say, it's 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 like art. It's subjective exactly. to the eye. So. It's like art, totally. How I, was I, the <laughs> Miss Venezuela without Osmel? Wow, I you know I I have I have thought about that. Like I don't know how would my experience would be with Osmel. Like I know he's super strict. I met him, yeah. and and he never told he never told me anything wrong about what uh, what. I was doing he told me like he liked my personality he liked my style to stay focused on the line I was keeping but my experience with my organization was was pretty good they they like they gave me a lot of confidence during the project during the the whole preparation I chose my evening gowns with my designer directly yeah. like I prepared myself with a lot of professionals that came to to help us and they 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 gave me that freedom you know okay. I didn't have to to do any surgeries because they they made it mandatory no not at all they always asked me and they just were like opening the doors if I wanted to do something but yeah. the decision at the end it was mine just like that with the food also like it's a myth that women cannot eat there are some women women that don't eat during the process and i'm just telling them like you need to take care of your health it's yeah. not like you cannot put in risk your health for a beauty pageant don't do that like don't ever do that you need to know that a final night is it goes so fast and then your life continues like life goes on you need to understand that like you're not preparing just for a final night you're preparing for life just as you prepare for the stage you need to understand that and apply it with your 
nutritional habits, with the way you look, with the decisions you look on regard of, of your body. I mean, that, that's so important. I think it's what you say. It's a, such a powerful message because um, it's also looking good, but feeling good. And you're feeling good. It's somebody will take always this, the, the superficial part. Mm -hmm. and, um, and, and making it. I talk about sustainability in fashion, for example, but sustainability applies even in a, in a lifestyle, you yeah. know? You need to make your habits sustainable in time. That's priority. And where do you learn that? Because I understand you come from a, from a family of a very tight and very um, hardworking and very successful people, yeah. which is your role models. Where do you learn that, that strength that you have within you? Well, absolutely, my family, with my parents, even with my grandma. I mean, that, that's what I've seen, you know. In the case of my dad, he was a soccer player. He was always super disciplined, super hard worker. Even my mom, she was like, she, she gave her life to move around the world with my dad. And in the moment they got divorced, then she had to start creating her own path reinventing herself finding new opportunities and she never stopped like she never stopped believing in herself and her capabilities and the main figure of all is, is my my grandma's one of them the mother of my dad he 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 grew up how do you say formó yeah formed him yeah, shaped he formed, him he formed not only my dad but the three siblings she had los crió los crió uh, raised but them up. she raised him them up by herself uh, like with a super young age demonstrating that she was able to raise them to study and to work to support her family i mean that that's the example the role model i've had throughout my life hard working people who never stop believing in themselves, who are able to take risks and go following their dreams. This girl is damn fire. She's like, you are, girl. Fire. I did grow up in the Amazon with a very strong women and, uh, and men also that taught me a lot of things, even mm -hmm. to change the tire of a car and stuff like that. that <laughs> I, most women don't know where the north, the west, or uh -huh. the east is. But... Um, uh, I, I, I love the fact that you say that and enjoy your grandmother and, uh, and living with a family or growing up with those role models of women to be so strong and be mm -hmm. able to take up their family by themselves at such a young age. Absolutely. Uh, what do you think you want to, what would be your, your, your well, not your message, but uh, your attitude towards a world that has so, uh, mu so much inequality? Uh, for for women well I, I do believe that work starts from within mm -hmm. I mean we cannot only stay judging or criticizing or asking for more things like, I mean we need to act we need to take action you yeah. want to arrive there then go ahead and go look for it I mean you want to get that talent study go go behind your dreams but not asking for anyone to bring it to you. I yeah. mean, you need to go after it. That's what I've learned in my family. Like, my dad didn't become a soccer player because he, he got the best opportunity and they gifted it to him. No, because he, he lived day and night reading about, football, about soccer, playing soccer, training for it. I mean, yeah. that's how he There's achieved a, it. I, exactly. I wanted to become a, a fashion designer, and then I didn't stop until I got my scholarship. Like, no one came and just say, like, oh, do you want to go study there? Not even my parents. They said, you want to study there? Go ahead. Go, look for a scholarship. 
abbastanza ma allora, abbastanza anche io parlo italiano sì. anche io parlo italiano anche io parlo italiano un pochino sì possiamo parlare sì, in italiano possiamo parlare in italiano ma tutta la gente in Stati Uniti non va a intendere niente non ci capirà ma, tutta la via portano a Roma eh quello quello vogliamo dire allora questa bellezza così 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 mira la che tal mira she speaks English Spanish uh, you're brilliant and in a way in a woman that has so much determination She's a fashion designer, incredible fashion designer with a lot of taste and conscious because everything, as you say previously, is sustainable. And exactly. I've been seeing your work and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's really, really cool what you do. You got to be, have a scholarship in one of the best fashion universities in Milano. And, in uh, Roma, a Roma, a Roma, a Roma, a Roma, ah, Roma. Ah, ancora più bello. <laughs> Roma è molto bello. Roma è ancora, ancora più magica, sì. Yeah, that that was uh, that was one of the first big achievements that not only showed my family that that I was you know like and, and, dreaming and she big. She must keep speaking Italian, so we all fall in love even more with this beautiful <laughs> girl. Can't keep we, we put the subtitles. See the subtitles. Just keep talking Italian. Ma <laughs> il gelato, la pizza. Gelato, la pizza. La pasta che altre cose. La pasta. La, la pasta, pasta napoletana. Che rico. Oh, delicious. But yeah, no, that was one of the best experiences ever. And that, it was fun, you know, because I was supposed to study in English when I arrived to Italy. You and learned I'm, there the Italian or you I learned, learned Italian. before? No, I learned it there because I, was, I won the scholarship in English. And a month prior to my departure, they sent me an email like, Uh, this career is not going to start in English, so you better, like, you better choose. Like, you change your career and the city, or you stay in Rome, you study in Italian, and then we, we will help you to, to learn it, you know? Like, it, it won't be that difficult. And I immediately called my parents, and they were like, you know, this attitude towards life, yeah. like, do it. I mean, there's nothing not? to lose. What, what's the worst thing that could happen? You learn. I mean, maybe you, 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 you try to find the words in your... You get lost in the process, but it's a matter of two, three days, and you just get used to it. And I was like, let's do it. I, I do think my parents are a little bit crazy because I was 17 years old, like underage. Oh, wow. I arrived to Italy. I knew no one there. I didn't know the language, and I was all by myself. She's bold. I'm bold, but they're crazy. <laughs> they were like, go, take they're it. They like... They trusted a lot. They trusted a lot in myself, and, and I, I did trust in myself because of them. I, they, they always gave me the courage to do that kind of things, to take those risks, and I just did it. And in a matter of two weeks, I was already speaking Italian. That's two the, weeks. Two weeks. Wow, she found an enamorato italiano. <laughs> two no. weeks, that was really fast. <laughs> no, not, not, not in that way, but with my, with my classmates. That was super fun. See? I mean, it was like they, they were, were mostly Italians or they were international? All Italians. Only oh, two wow. Chinese and they, they didn't speak pretty well English. So that was a challenge, and the real your, challenge. What's your favorite like designer or Italian designer? Or well, as I studied in Rome, I always saw Fendi and Valentino See? in the Spanish steps. That okay. was like... Wow, my heart, my whole heart for them. Yeah, Valentino is one of my, yeah, <laughs> those were, are definitely one of my favorite brands. But I have a lot. Stella McCartney in yeah. London, I love she, her. Also because she works, you know, like sustainable. super aligned to her essence. Exactly. Yeah. She's vegan and she, she doesn't work with leather. I, I love all the initiatives she, she does because she finds the way to make it aesthetic, but also conscious. And mm. it's not because 
is a trend. It's because since she started her brand, that was her essence. That's her concept. I love that. So you being multi-language, polyglota, graduated from this great university, what motivated you to, to get into the Miss Venezuela? Oh, that's, that's a good question. Many people ask me that. But I always saw Miss Venezuela as a big platform to share my story and to, to, to broadcast my projects. Okay. I always knew that that was why I wanted to get into it. I, I didn't want to be called the most beautiful woman in, in, the, in the country because I don't feel that way. Okay. And, and I was not thinking about the crown, oh, about the is. sash. No, you are. <laughs> about the sash. It was more about how can I show to the world what I'm doing. And yeah. that was the first step. I always dreamed to arrive to the Miss Universe stage. And Miss Venezuela was one of those steps, oh, wow. prior steps. And even when I, I decided to, to get into the Miss Venezuela, that I talked to my parents, you know, my dad, a soccer player. The, the crazy he, ones, he what did they say? I want to know because in Milano, okay, but then you said yeah, Miss Venezuela, what did they say? It was like super opposite, you know, like, you just came, you just arrived from Italy. Are you going to, to postulate yourself in the Miss Venezuela? My mom was super happy because she was a, a beauty queen when she was a teenager and she didn't go. So the looks come from the family. Yeah, it was in my DNA. And then when I told my dad, he was like, are you sure this is going, you know, like to keep the line you, you're bringing with your studies, with your career? <laughs> and I was like, dad, stop. Like, let's take a look at what could bring, what, what all this story could bring. Like, I'm going to, to, to show my projects. I'm a fashion designer. Mm -hmm. I can mix fashion with pageantry. Mm -hmm. I'm working with Made in Petare, which has a base in, in Caracas, but we were working uh, digital, online only. Okay. So I was going to be able to arrive back to Venezuela, connect with my people, my, my, my roots, work directly with Made in Petare, get to know the children I was working with, but I never saw them physically. And apart from all this, I'm going to get a, a super amazing platform yeah that it's going to, to give me that voice that I want to share all these projects because that's the difference between uh, a pageant and modeling. Yeah. On pageantry, you get to use that microphone and speak, okay. but you need to understand that those seconds you have to do it are so valuable. Like you need to, you need to make them count. You need to be strategic. You, you, you don't just stand up and talk about I don't know how, how, how good pizza tastes, you know, like <laughs> it's about understanding what you want to show to the world. And that's what I felt and what I knew since the first moment I talked to my parents. Then he always tells it. Then he understood and he was like, okay, okay, yeah, go ahead. The day after that, he was telling everyone on the streets. You know, my, my, my daughter is going to be Miss Venezuela. And I was like, dad, that, that's not even happening right now. Like, I didn't even send my video like, yet. Like, she's my like, daughter. She's going to win. <laughs> yeah. He was super proud. He was but super proud. What a beautiful story. And as you ha she was talking about the, a little bit about the parents being crazy. But um, I've always been called sometimes crazy, crazy. But uh, we always speak in the podcast. It's like there's no real change in the world uh, by people that stay home and and sit down and waited for things to change, as you say, yeah. take action. So usually the ones who make the change in the world that makes a voice that breaks those uh, stereotypes of, of, of 
you know, the way that we used to do things is the ones that are get called crazy. So That's if you call right. your parents crazy, congratulations, parents <laughs> of, of Amanda. They're fantastic. You, are, and, you guys uh, are fantastic. Amandarina, Amandarina, I heard that they call you Amandarina. They do. So My when, cousins call me that way. ¿Por qué Amandarina? I think it came because of a famous, how do you say, propaganda? Like in a Venezuela, commercial. a commercial in Venezuela, and then uh, every everyone who was called Amanda, it was just immediate to call her Amandarina. And when I was a, a little girl, I was called that way, like Amandarina. It was a, a fun commercial. She's lucky because I got to get called Egg, Eggy, Eggy. Eggplant, <laughs> Egghead. <laughs> Also, like all the, no. all the bad names. Why couldn't somebody call me Eglandarina? Eglandarina. Well, Eglandarina. but Amandarina, Amandarina was not like that, that beautiful. It is. In I the love movie, tangerines for me. Oh, yeah? So my thing Let's is exchange nicknames. I always have in my bag. Ricardo always laughs. Yeah. Eglandina only has coffee and tangerines. And tangerines. Oh, my God. That, that's a fun fact. Mandarinas. Mandarinas are amazing. If you are dizzy or if you're like seasick on a boat or on a plane, whatever, the 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 peel, the, the peel. skin of the of the tangerine mm -hmm. will take your dizzy so day, smell seasick. It. You just smell it and That's it will cool. uh, get you back. To, I don't know. It's like you know, I'll, I'll research on that. Like I'll, so I'll get to if we get a little dizzy more, here, just more frequently take their scent, her scent. <laughs> Love her it. Yeah. Mandarina scent and a mandarina scent. A mandarina. Maybe you can make a perfume. I love that. No, what I love that. What are the next yeah. steps with, with what are the next using steps? this platform, creating a voice, bringing a whole country together, creating so much controversial because we still think <laughs> the crowd should be hers, even though she says that, ah, oh, I left the stage and the first thing was like, take off the shoes. Oh my God, that, that's the real. the shoes the worst thing? No, for, for me, it has been always my life. The most horrible nightmare is high heels. High heels. They are mm, even more after too many hours standing on stage without removing them. So I, I, I spent like maybe four hours standing without sitting with that shoes. I mean, that, that was the first thing that came up to my mind. I need to take off these heels and never use them again. And, and once you take them out, you cannot put them again. Yeah, no, <laughs> Two days really. with, the, with the feet up. Really, really. But, what well, shoe size are you? I'm 39. You? 39. Well, this is 38. Uh, no, mira, I'm 41. Tight. I can swim faster Ooh. than I can walk. Oh my God. <laughs> Chapaletas. Chapaletas de feet. No, maybe I should not say that because I'm putting, you know, stuff, uh, bad stuff on me. Bad stuff, uh, yeah. Send me yeah. pictures of your feet. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> but well, about what's coming up next, many mm. things are, are, you know, like surprising us with everything that's happening. And part of this is my brand. And we come to the same point always. Like, I didn't prepare myself only for a final night. And all the projects that I developed during this year mm -hmm. are to continue now. Yeah. And, and they were to continue. If I won the crown, they are to continue. If, if I didn't, and, and that's the case. And now it's a good scenario because I'm free to focus on everything that's coming up next. So uh, I, I already launched one of my collections. I designed a capsule collection especially for Miss Universe and now those products are going to be available. Oh, beautiful. I also started a podcast with my Miss Universe sister yeah. that was called Voices Across the Universe and I'm going to continue that not only related to pageantry, but about those voices across the universe that take action and really make a difference in, in what we get passionate about and what, what we want to change in the world. Many, many other things. I love entertainment. I love acting. I, I, I love 
all that has to, you know, like give you a voice and get into a character and do something meaningful. But that that's part of it. I have a gift for you, by the way. No. Like a secret gift, part of this collection that was designed wow. for Miss Universe. It has the the name of Venezuela all over. You kidding me? Yeah. Oh my and then God! Also it's beautiful. And the butterfly. Yeah, that's a national Amanda, butterfly of our congratulations. country. Congratulations! Thank you. No, I'm gonna have to you. give you a dollar because I'm superstitious. They say that if you give uh, scarves, you have to give them give them a dollar. But oh I my God, love give it. it to I'm me. gonna wear it. Should I put it on my head? Yeah. You said as you as you Maybe. prefer, you can wear it on your head, you can wear it on your can neck, you can wear it on your purse. This is amazing. Oh, it looks so good on you. But I don't know about like the the surgery that you do to your eyes or something. But at some point, I think I have to do you, wear you contact lenses or you or don't use because I was like this. I was looking at your beauty pageant, and Ricky Martin, who's a dear friend, he's on the phone. <laughs> Puerto Rico lost, but Venezuela is there. And I was like, yeah, oh, Venezuela yeah. is here. <laughs> You know, no, you know yes, of course, won. I know her. Her won. father, her father is a technical director for the soccer team in Venezuela. Is one of the most greatest soccer players, technical directors, and uh, it's. I get to know him before I got to know you because uh, so you were speaking that you have uh, this organization that works in Petare. Yeah. Our first project of Goleadoras, which is the organization, I, I also know. have a present for you, Girls oh, with Balls, because you have the three Bs. You're beautiful, you have brains, and you have balls, lady. Oh, yes. So this is oh a pin. So you are officially a Goleadora. Oh my and god. Here's your t shirt. It says Girls with Balls in the back. And it matches Love your outfit. It. Totally it. matches your outfit. No, I'm going to take this off and start wearing this one as a. Love no, it. come on. You look this beautiful, is but so beautiful. use it. Um, and this is a sticker because mainly we use that beautiful magical game that you grew up with um, to give girls an opportunity, also that voice, and also give them because. Uh, you know, soccer is the most popular sport in the world, but yet in 70% of the countries, there's still, until 2023, so much discrimination towards women participating in the sport. Mm -hmm, it or is. there are all these misconceptions about girls that participate in the sport are uh, tomboys, or they should not play, they're not welcome to play, they're not well seen if they played. And mm -hmm. countries that are a little bit more extreme, they cannot even go watch a soccer match. Really? And wow. What I love is that that ball, in a way, it doesn't matter where the pitch is. Right now, we just saw the World Cup being held in Qatar. Mm -hmm. Our girls from Colombia, from Chocó, the goleadoras, were chosen to participate with Qatar Foundation. Wow. Uh, for the first time, they got in a plane from Chocó, Colombia, in this little remote town, which oh. they have a big population, but they're surrounded by the worst causes of humanity. Paramilitares, mm -hmm. uh, illegal minery, narcotrafico, sex trafficking. So these girls don't have an option. Mm -hmm. And girls, when they see you, or they see the, the voice that you, the, that you do, it's also amazing. But through the sport, at a young age, we teach them social emotional skills. And it all started in Petare. Because yeah. I went to Petare to put this game, and I wanted the girls to come. And then the trainer was like, no, girls are complicated. Typical, <laughs> you know, women have emotions. Uh, like, they're emotional. They cannot, uh, you know, control their emotions. And then the girls just wanted to be Miss Venezuela. Mm. It was the only reference that they had. Really? It was like, no, Katira, I want to be Miss Venezuela. And I was like, well, out of 90 of you, yeah. who are going to fit the standards? And mm -hmm. sometimes I think a lot of people get left behind because of, as a woman, not having, uh, you know, it's beautiful that you're born like that, it's genetics as well. But if you know, what's your chance in life? 
if you don't have a voice, if you don't have leadership, if you don't have that sense of sorority mm -hmm. or of building. And then, um, and then the other one was like, well, you know, that thing of reference. And then I went to host the Miss reference. Venezuela, uh -huh. and I described the Miss, the beauty contestants, uh, in a very bold way because I was like Miss Amazonas, lleva un traje de Luigi Stracha de cascada oh de Swarovski. No. Uh, like Miss Amazonas, tiene unas piernas de goleadoras. I love that. Uh, and three weeks after, I thought my career was ended, and 300 girls um, joined, and we formed the first female soccer uh, uh, league. I love that. And Dana Castellanos became was able to play and become a professional, change her whole life, and now we see girls that also be, they're beautiful, mm -hmm. they're smart, and they can also bring uh, other aspects of, of, of excelling in life. I, of no, having I, an I opportunity, truly love this, you know? exactly, because even if I am Miss Venezuela today, I, I do think that we need to give girls that, that broad amount of opportunities for them to choose, like not the only reference that they have can be a Miss Venezuela. And, we oh, and I think it's a culture. wonderful reference because it's what you girls do, it's amazing. You're beautiful, Venezuela. I could not be prouder. Everywhere you go, it's like the most beautiful woman in the world, Venezuela. The arepa, the, the oil. And but we also have girls beautiful. like Dana Castellanos. Exactly. As, as we have beautiful queens, we so, also have amazing women. Or for example, my reference were, was even Carolina Herrera, which yeah. she, she was not a Miss Venezuela. She was an incredible designer. Yeah. We have incredible soccer players, a wo a women soccer players. We have incredible queens that we also can have as role models, but we, we cannot limit ourselves Absolutely. on all the possibilities that life can bring us. And, and even in a pageantry, like, the crown is not the limit. And no. even this experience that we just lived a few days ago is showing us that. I dreamt with being becoming a Miss Universe and I didn't get the crown and my life goes on. Yeah. That was not my limit. I still, now, now I'm, I'm even focusing with more desire, with a bigger desire in everything that's coming up next. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing with, with little girls or what we need to teach little girls in our country mm -hmm. because we grow up thinking that maybe Miss Venezuela is the top of the peak, you know, like that, that, it's not that way. You can prepare yourself to achieve that dream you have, but you can set yourself the higher goal, the highest goal you, you can never imagine. She's, mira, I don't know what she drinks, vitamin C, <laughs> Tony Robbins, but this woman has a power for drive. And that's what I see in you and makes me very, very proud because as a woman, you're giving a voice to everything, to every woman that uh, the limits are not just uh, a, a, a win, a look, Exactly. It's, we all have something special. And in a world that continuously is putting us in a box, you know, there's a whole depression because there's a little girls in social media that they cannot, uh, they cannot post themselves without a filter. No. So it's yeah. the, the, the way they, you look at yourself in the mirror. You mm -hmm. don't feel good. You have to have filters. You have to have yeah. a bunch of surgeries. So to have this fresh air of a woman that is beautiful, that is empowered, that is giving this uh, attitude towards the world totally and yeah. not giving up i think it's it's a, a very positive message i i so, love i love to be part of this now getting to to know better all the the purpose you have behind goleadoras even if i find myself today being a beauty queen you know it, it's a matter of sorority we were talking about yeah. that i mean it, it's now mixing all the forces the strength and the the purpose behind our work 
from my area to your area and uniting it to, to be stronger. What you mentioned me about a soccer match, like you're, you're never losing. You're yeah. just learning a lot. You can learn or you can <laughs> win, but you still learn, you know, from, from every experience. I was with a friend of your father in Manchester watching this match of Man United and Man City. And I was like, well, they lost, and they, one of their players was with the Man United. And I was like, well, they lost, but like in football, you mm. never lose, you win. He's like, shut up! <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> I was like, well, I didn't say it. It was like um, this very famous writer. Yeah, in my Galliano. case, yeah. <laughs> in my case, that I grew up watching my dad playing and sometimes winning and many times losing, I did learn that because even if he lost a thousand matches, he's still there. He's still in her professional career. He's still being successful. Like success doesn't come with the winning a title. Yeah. No, it's not about that only. So do you, do you think uh, in a way sports uh, build you up to have that strength? Because totally. I see a lot of girls with no voice and nowadays like so much of the, of the, uh, issues that you have with your beauty, with the standards, with your health, mm. doing really bad things. All the, you see Netflix, I don't know if you've seen there, they have, they hurt themselves, yeah. uh, the filters, uh, what, like, do you think sports help a lot a to yeah. build up a stronger character so you can feel, uh, it like, say, like more capable or high heels, of, I don't know, maybe we walk in yeah. high heels and we'll feel super powerful. No, because you know, no, even my story began with sport, not only because my dad was a soccer player, I played tennis my whole life. Yeah. And competing in, in, in a tennis uh, tournament, it taught me a lot too. Of course, I grew up following like my dad as a role model and how he acted yeah. on sports. But then I applied to my own story on tennis and, and I didn't, I was not focusing on how I looked when I played tennis. I was focusing on how my attitude was on my matches. And, and that was key when during you, my, and when you my play, you go like, first <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, like and, and you know that always when you were caught on the, the matches and they sent you the photography, you, you were like, ah, in every, in every snap. I mean, my priority when I was a teenager was not looking good. It was never that way. Mm -hmm. I, I grew up with a, a jersey on. I yeah. mean, not with heels, not with lipstick. That came after. And that was also, it's being a beautiful part of my life now. Like, I learned with the Miss Venezuela how to do my own makeup. I, I didn't do that last because her makeup nothing. is amazing. It's like, it, they, like they, right they, they now it's super you simple, to do the okay? Yeah, I think it's amazing. No. <laughs> and it's super simple. I have no eyelashes. I have no hair extension. I posted it this morning. Good. Like, I'm loving the look without eyelashes, without hair extension, have, without anything. extensions for A the, lot. The and yeah, serial. a no. lot. It, That's it's the most horrible thing when you do like that. Yeah, it's, it's like terrible. super anti-sexy. <laughs> so I put on my sneakers, I, I took off my eyelashes, and I took off my hair extensions. And she looked also. at the mirror and said, this is Amanda. This is the image I want to show to the world now. And that's, that's what I want to focus on. That now, this is a beautiful part, but mm. this was not the beginning of my life. Like, yeah. I, I was not preparing myself to do my makeup or to her get my hair ready when I was 10, 13, or 15 years old. I was focusing on, on, on my grades, I was focusing on, on my tennis tournaments, and then on the career I wanted to follow. 
Then all of this that prepared me as a woman, I took it to the big platform. So that, that's the thing, preparing yourself for life, not preparing yourself for a stage, for a final night. This is Amanda Lamel, <laughs> our queen, the most beautiful woman in our country and one of the most beautiful women in the universe, not only on the outside, but on the inside. It has been an honor and a pleasure for to me. have this conversation with you. Thank you for being at the Zing. May the future give you all the brightness Amen. Amen. that uh, you deserve. And thank you for sharing your magic and your light here with us. So guys, if you find value in this conversation, share it, love it, give your hearts. Follow Amanda and give hearts in our YouTube. See, sí, bueno, follow me yeah, more than I follow you too. <laughs> thank you. Thank no, you for this beautiful you. space. I look so, forward to do incredible things together because I'm totally in love with this project. We will score a lot of goals. We're going to yes. Venezuela soon. It started there. Great. And, um, and uh, well, it has a, a very romantic story of, I love of it. the way it's starting. I was in MTV working with uh, as a VJ and I had 25 million kids watching you every single day mm. uh, in their living room asking for your hair color, the music taste, uh, the shoes you're wearing. And Venezuela was going for a very tough political and a social discomposition. And it was either you were in opposition or you were a part of the regime. And I wanted to be part of the solution, not of the opposition. Not of the opposition. So then uh, it was inevitable to remember growing up in the Amazon that my first gift was a soccer ball. Oh. And my neighbors were super different from me, never spoke the same language, were not dressed the same way. And through that ball, we were able to uh, form and some really uh, strong bonds of that. friendship, of sharing. And um, it's an honor to meet you and uh, the, the daughter of the king, <laughs> the niece of my, my everything. <laughs> Thank you for sharing and bringing this time here with us and, and Thank sharing you. your magic. Thank you again. May all the blessings go to you and uh, keep rocking. It's an honor. We will. We Mujeres will. como ella nos hacen sentir muy oh, orgullosas. Yes. And like you. Gracias. Muchísimas gracias. Thank Se you. viene lo mejor. Se viene lo mejor, así que ya saben, siguen a Amanda, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and if you find value, share it, love it, give hearts, you know the deal. The deal and the drill. <laughs> love you guys. Welcome to the fifth season of the Zing! <laughs> oh, yeah.